Hi guys, my name is Matthew. I'm a sophomore at U of M studying mechanical engineering. Hi everyone, I'm Helen. I'm a sophomore at the University of Michigan as well, studying biopsychology, cognition, and neuroscience. Hey guys, I am Amir Hobbs, and I am a sophomore at Spelman studying Spanish. And I'm Jem. I am a senior at Michigan State University studying physics. Welcome to the second episode of Be With CVFC. This month we're talking about connection as it relates to leadership and connecting with those you lead, uh, those you lead with, and those who lead you. Um, so I guess to start off, we can talk about connection when uh, it comes to working with peers and working in student councils, uh, student clubs or groups, all of that. Um, so... Would anyone like to start us off about any thoughts, uh, thoughts about the theme, thoughts about connection, like maybe like if you guys think of a time when you guys were in student council in high school and connection really struck you as like something mm -hmm. important. Yeah, I think one of the most monumental things about student council and one of the things that always struck me when I was working there is that you spend a lot of time with the same people working on events and you spend a lot of time talking about very like technical decisions to make and things like that. But as you do that, you realize that a lot of these people become your very close friends and you become very connected to a lot of them through that. And so I think, I know a lot of you are probably going off to school or a lot of you are making changes as we kind of come back into pre-pandemic pre life. Um, so I think remembering that you have those people to lean on both in times of work, but also you've created a lot of really good connections with people both personally and professionally um so i think it's always important and i always like to try and take a second to remember that in the kind of hubbub of work and things like that that you have a lot of people around you i think for me um realizing how important that connection was everything flowed from that point um in high school working on stuco um, if your connection was off with someone or you didn't have a strong connection with someone, it actually, for me, it leaked over into the way that things were, were produced later and how the school perceived us. Um, you could tell the lack of connection. So in that, I learned to really make sure like what's close to me is good first. And what was close to me were my peers. Um, and we had to end up, we had to do bonding events. We had to get um, into this place of really just loving each other and connecting with each other so that um, our, our our results yielded better better results and it, it ended up doing it um, so it was a shock as Matt was at uh, you know asking us to share what was a shock but um, we got it together eventually that's awesome that's great to hear you know something that comes to mind about connection when I think about working with others, it can, a connection can feel like the relationships you have with them and like how you think about them, how good of a friend they are. But I think connection can also be between like goals and almost missions. Um, and that's why when you're working with people like in student council, all of you guys are trying to accomplish the same thing. And in, you know, instead of thinking connection as like, the relationship that you have with them, you can think of connection as something that bridges like so many different people together. And when it comes to student council, it's the mission of like inspiring school spirit, like uh, community service, all of these values. Values, I guess, is a good word for it. Um, values can connect us uh, and inspire us to 
be bridged together in our actions and in the things we choose to spend our time on. Um, I think that's a cool, different way of uh, thinking about connection is something people don't typically think about it. So. Yeah, absolutely. And in connecting with others through your actions, your goals, and your values, um, we also see that reflecting in your connections with yourself um, and connecting to who you are now and where you've come from and all the experiences that you've had and really just kind of building a relationship with yourself so that you can strengthen all the relationships that you have with people around you that you care about. Um, so like identifying your own values, your own goals, where you want to end up. Um, that can really help, you know, strengthen your quality of just being and existing as a human being, but also all of the relationships that you have will see benefits in it. Yeah. So I'll actually add that um, when Matt was talking about, you know, that there is there's different connections that you have. It's not always the relationships. I have seen that in Stuco now when um, you just like some, sometimes just all else fails and there's nothing else that can unite you guys except the goal at mine. And like, that's something that it was a cushion for me and my council that we just leaned on, um, that if there was just a simple, uh, lack of connection in the relationship way, it's always good. But, um, that goal of just being the best we can for the school and uniting the school was always something that we could, um, just fall back on. And I also feel like eventually that that connection that you may simply want for me i'm a people person so i like long for connections with people um but i found that people um or that connection with the stuco also fell after like naturally fell behind the fact that the goal was our common um goal at first mm -hmm. right i would like to add just brief intermission sitting around this table We've got a lot of philosophy people here. I'm really impressed with all these deep thoughts. Mm -hmm. But as Amir was talking, um, I had a memory of like an anecdote. And Matt, you probably remember this because we went to high school together. My senior year, first trimester, we were planning homecoming. And we were at a point in our school where dances were, I don't know if this is a thing that's shared, most likely after the pandemic, but dances were kind of fizzling out. Um, people weren't as excited to go. Attendance was pretty low, things like that. And I remember my advisor sitting down with me and the other chair. She was like, we need to go big. We need to completely flip the script. We need to change everything. And I remember feeling in that moment, I was like, okay, your expectations are a little, little high. I'm like 16 years old. I don't really know what I can do for you here. But the biggest thing that I took away from that committee, and we ended up putting on, would you say successful, Matt? Oh, uh, amazing homecoming. Just rave reviews all around. Um, but I think the biggest thing that I remember taking away from that committee, that is probably the most cohesive committee I'd, I had ever worked with. It was actually made up of four new members, I think, through three new members and me and one other person who had been in our student council before. And we just worked together so well because we all had this vision in our heads and we were all driven to make it something that people really enjoyed. And we wanted to make it since it was one of the events that our school was like most excited about, we really wanted to live up to the promise that we had made. And I actually still talk to some of those people from that committee today. Shout out Haley, if you're listening. Mm -hmm. um, but those are just connections that I made through people that I had never met before, people that I had never worked with before, but having such a common goal and something that we wanted to achieve made us, I would say like, there are now people I know I can rely on. Um, and it only took a couple weeks to learn that. And I still 
feel really connected to them today because we had such a successful experience. So I think remembering that and like Amir said, keeping the goal in mind and like Jem said, staying connected to yourself um, are all things that I feel like I still remember now, even two years out of high school. So that's beautiful. Just wanted to hype myself up for a minute. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, I was going to I love your story. I was just going to say, I think it just shows us with people in high school who are listening as well. It just shows you how it's actually impossible to to like behold the same goal in mind. Like everybody's eyes are looking at the same exact goal and there's a and like you guys won't get closer in it. Like that it's hopeful to know that the same thing keeps y'all binded. So let that be some hope for, for some people today if there's if there's lack thereof in your council. Mm-hmm. I feel like also on the idea of hope, I love that we're transitioning to that. Um, and especially based off what Jem mentioned before. I know that now is a time of transition for a lot of people. I think with spring comes spring cleaning, that idea of change and a lot of seniors I'm sure are in a place in their lives where there's a lot of like changes you're experiencing and things that you're having to decide. So do any of you want to share about how you kind of make those changes and what you like to keep in mind? Really for me, um, and this goes on with connection as well, I was going to add before, um, a integral part of it is being open-minded to what can happen um, and just not attaching yourself to what you necessarily want to happen or what you expect to happen um, because expectations can be uh, unhealthy if we give them too much weight Um, but yeah really just staying open-minded to um, really everything that is thrown your way and change is my roommate loves to tell me that change is the only constant that we will ever experience Um, and really just holding on to that and embracing it and becoming uncomfortable with the fact that things are always going to be in flux is really the best thing that you can do for yourself because nothing is ever going to be entirely static. Um, but yeah, just coming into it with the understanding that everything is going to continue on flowing and everything is going to fall into place. Um, you just have to let it. And you know, Helen, you talked about um, how connection formed between people in your group that you had never known before and when it when I think about it it, I just can't help think about when it comes to college when you're around so many people um, depending on what college you go to but U of M being a big of a university as it is um, I feel you know there is that connection that you feel with anyone who goes there you know we are students here, like in the same environment, in the same community. Um, And it's almost like an automatic connection, even though there are thousands of people that I will never know. Um, You can always, in a sense, like not be truly strangers, Mm -hmm. you know, in a way, being in the same environment forms a kind of communal connection as to the shared experiences that you all have, the shared like football games, be it Um, And, you know, I think the same applies to high school. Even if you go to a big high school, uh, there's so many things that, like, such a kind of a small pod as high school, you know. All of you guys experience. All of you guys um, rave when you, like, win a home home game winning touchdown, uh, (laughs) for that matter. Um, I think... 
that's something really beautiful. It's almost like this web of interconnectedness that uh, is always present and always there. But uh, even though it might not always be salient or obvious, uh, connection is timeless and in everything we do, I guess. I, I'm absolutely obsessed with what you just said. That was, honestly, I could not have said it better myself. Audio listeners, you cannot tell, but I was sitting here giving snaps the whole time. Um, and I think, I mean, speaking again from a U of, U of M experience, that is so true. There's kind of a, especially as you get older, and my hope is that you all get to experience this as well. As you get older, I think there's much more of like, an understanding of the shared human condition that is change, the shared human condition that is, you know, you're always going to have struggles, you're always going to have challenges. But, you know, knowing that every single person is standing behind you, I think, especially going into college and going into junior year as well, um, where there's a lot of challenges, it's understanding that, like, the people around you, the people around you are very genuine, but there is a tendency to kind of always want to talk about your successes, because that's, you know, you should celebrate your successes and you should be able to share in that with other people. But understanding that, you know, though it may seem right now that everybody's posting about the amazing things that are happening to them or everybody's having, you know, a great prom or an amazing grad party or things like that. While that is true, and I'm sure it's genuine, everybody also has things behind the scenes that they don't want to talk about. Everybody also has challenges. Um, so just keeping that in mind, I think I can't remember it exactly, but my quote on my Instagram bio is like, don't compare yourself to somebody else's highlight reel. Um, it's just a natural tendency to want to share those things with other people. And it's a little harder to share the challenges. So just as much as you can keep that in mind, as much as you can remember that time helps with a lot of things, time heals all wounds. I'm a major proponent of that. Um, that would just be my one little nugget of advice. If you could take anything away. That's great. And something that comes to mind with, connection and struggle is that um, every time we face a struggle what makes it easier is knowing that others are going through it with you um, and that's kind of beautiful with connection and inspiring us to persevere because if others can do it we can do it if we can do it others can do it we're all trying we're all struggling but we're all going to get through and we're all going to make it um, yeah Definitely. So thinking about that, is there any kind of anecdotes that you guys want to share maybe about things that you've had to get through? For me personally right now is a really uh, transitionary time. Um, I'm a senior in college and in my program, the expectation is that everybody's going to go on to grad school or, you know, some type of PhD or master's program. And it, for me, it feels very similar to being a senior in high school again, where it's like, this pressure of what are you gonna do next? Like whenever I see somebody I haven't seen in a while, the question's always, what's gonna happen after you graduate? And my answer is always, I have no idea. Um, everything is up in the air right now and it can be really scary to have that uncertainty just surrounding um, so many, if not all aspects of my life. And one thing that I have really, um, actually this entire past year has been focusing on reconnecting with myself um, and like being a member of the LGBTQ community, figuring out, um, no, not necessarily figuring out, but you know, thinking and giving time and energy to thinking about how I identify myself um, and how that 
um, plays a role in my connections with other people. And I've um, really been feeling the pressure of having to make a decision about what's going to happen in a few months after I graduate. And every single day I look myself in the mirror and I pull myself back from that thought because it's more important that I figure out who I am right now and that I reconnect with myself and uh, reconnect with my values and just make meaningful connections with the people around me than try to define like the direction that my future is going in because I know if I figure out all these self, like the basis things of who I am, that everything is gonna fall into place from there. Wow. Snaps. That's beautiful. I feel like on a similar note, talking about senior year and big transitionary times like that, um, I'm currently a sophomore in college. So senior year of high school isn't too far away. I'm kind of halfway between the two poles right now, I guess you could say. But my senior year, so I graduated in 2020, if you're doing the math, graduated during COVID. Um, And my finishing my senior year and going into college, I don't think was at all what I would have expected. Um, I think I tried to not predict or look into the future too much, but it definitely turned out to be a lot different than I thought. I remember end of March, I got a lot of bad news and I got some good news. And I think anytime you receive both at the same time, it's very hard to focus on the good because it just feels like the bad is almost never ending, you know, weighted, whatever you want to say. Um, And I go to Michigan now, but I actually, I didn't grow up a Michigan fan. It wasn't my dream school. And I know a lot of people in Michigan high schools feel like everybody who's going blue is, you know, obsessed with it. And it was in their family for decades and they're thrilled about it and they know exactly where they're going to be. And I think that's a common sentiment for a lot of people graduating high school is you look around and you feel like everybody knows exactly where they're going to be and they've picked their classes and they have a roommate and they're thrilled about it. And I was definitely not at that point. Um, I remember feeling like I have no idea how this is going to go. I don't know if my freshman year is going to be everything I imagined. I don't really even know what to expect. Um, And this was different for me because I felt like I had never had such a big decision to make in my life before that was kind of solely on my shoulders. Two years out now, looking back on it and reflecting, I think that U of M is absolutely the place for me. I've found community. I found people to rely on. And I think the biggest takeaway is realizing that when it comes to the decisions you make in your life and when it comes to the paths, you are the thing driving it and you are what makes these things special. It's not, it's not some random person making these decisions for you in an admissions office. And it's not your friends who might be taking a different path than you. It's you who's driving this and you are the thing that makes these things special. And I think Even though my journey ended with the place I ended up choosing being the place for me, I think it's also important to remember that you don't have to follow what everybody else is doing. And if you find yourself in a position that you don't like, you can change it. Um, Saying yes and saying no to things, I think, is the biggest challenge we will all have is realizing that you ultimately have the decisions to make about where you want to be in your own life. Um, So I guess my message would just be like, if you are listening to this and you feel right now like you are the minority and a sea of people who know exactly what they're doing. First of all, I promise you that you are not. And second of all, I hope that it all goes the way it's meant to go for you. And I trust that it will. But if you do want to change something, you always can. You are in the driver's seat of your own life. Um, And I think that's just important to keep in mind. 
Yeah, on that note, um, you really can change your direction at any time. If you've made a decision and you want to go back on it, you can. You have that right that's always yours to do. Um, for me, when I was going into college, I got into Kalamazoo College, accepted the offer, was signing up for summer programs there before my freshman year, and just had this gut feeling of questioning, is this really right for me? And the day that that happened, I submitted another application to Michigan State. I hadn't even applied, it was already the spring. I felt like I was too late to be doing anything. Um, but you know what, I got in, I got into the residential college, Lyman Briggs, that I wanted to get into. And here I am, I just you know sent the email to Kalamazoo saying, here's what's going on. Um, just kidding. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just kidding. Um, and everything worked out. Like. Um, and if you feel like you can't go back on a decision you've made, but you know that it would be best or in your best interest to do that, um, you don't owe those people anything. You just, you got to put yourself first and put what is best for you first and then take it from there. Hope is a beautiful thing and belief in the future where it all works out. It, mm -hmm. it almost feels like it guides you straight to it. Mm -hmm. If you believe in yourself, you can never go wrong. I promise you that. Mm -hmm. I think something I dealt a lot with a while in college, but even now in, or a lot in high school and a lot now in college, is uncertainty in my, in my relationships, which I guess is right on brand with connection. Um, a lot of times I think it feels, it can be easy to feel that you aren't, making the connections you want to be like your friend group might not be the dynamic that you want it to be you might not have the connection with people in classes or in your clubs that you might want ideally but this is these like years in our lives are some of the most dynamic some of the most uh influential and uh kind of spontaneous and i think it's really important to remember that you could have a situation right now that you might not be happy with, but it can change dramatically just by the tiniest chances and very rapidly. Um, and so a lot of times I felt unsatisfied with my relationships, but I'm constantly meeting new people, um, being able to make these connections wherever you can, whether it is in like student groups on campus or maybe like within your family that you didn't know about um, or that you haven't explored before. Different avenues can bring about like the most surprising changes. And I think holding out the belief that things will get better encourages you to keep an open mind like we've been talking about and be ready for these changes and connections that will result in like the most beautiful things, um, even if it might not seem like it right now. I think a lot of the connections that I have right now came from, like you said, kind of small moments where I was just not even actively seeking things out, but just keeping myself open. Um, my roommate right now, I last year I met her virtually because she was home. She doesn't live in Michigan. Um, and now I would say, like, she's one of my closest confidants, um, one of my closest friends. So I think, you know, things can happen at any turn. I think you're not always expecting them, but just kind of keep yourself open, like Matt said. Things will happen. 
guess I'll share one of my struggles, which I realized was a struggle back in high school. Um, and to this day, it's still something that I'm working through. So I'll throw it in there to know that, you know, these, these steps that we walk out through our struggles, um, the timing of it is supposed to be. Um, so I'm not like trying to rush out of it because I don't want to miss something and come back and have to do it again in five years. I'd rather take my time now. But um, I found that I have a, a very unhealthy connection to my actions, whether that's good or bad. It was almost like an my anchor was in what I did. And um, I had to like just really take a step back because I found myself being um, feeling obligated to define myself and um, be what I was. Like if I'm in Stuco and I'm the president, then that was my identity. And now when I fail as a president, my whole world falls apart. And I had to figure out why was my world falling apart every time? And it was just like, I realized because I think I am what I, I think that I am what I do. And I had to like, when I, as I'm growing now, I'm growing in faith, doing Bible studies, all of these things, it saved my life because it made me realize that I'm not what I do. And my world doesn't fall apart every time a change comes because my anchor is not there in, in my actions anymore. Um, so it's, it's a, you're not alone. I know people feel this way, um, but it just takes you to step back and really see that even the healthy actions that you do, you, you're still not that person because it's bound to change. Um, and when it changes, your world will fall apart and uh, as mine did. And, um, but there's hope when you just realize that you are not what you do. Mic drop on that one. <laughs> I think um, one thing I kind of wanted to add, we are, if we didn't mention this at the beginning, we are all members of CVFC, um, also known as the College Volunteer Facilitator Corps. Um, and those are connections that we've all made. I know our journeys to CVFC look very different, but I did just want to take this moment to plug. Um, our applications are open right now. They close March 31st at midnight. You can find them all on our social media and on our webpage. But I know that for me, CVFC has been a place where I've found a lot of community. I think I've made connections with these people around me, the people sitting around the table with me right now um, that have definitely changed my life and have made a lot of the struggles that I've been through a lot easier to get through. Just knowing these people beside me who have very different stories and that benefits me and I can only grow from that, but also share something in common that we find so valuable like the mission of cvfc is something that we all find to be so important so if anything that you've heard today resonates with you if there's anything about us that you think you could make a difference on and i bet that if you're listening to this there is i encourage you to take a look at our application to take a look at our social media if you have any questions you are completely welcome to reach out there's no such thing as a bad question we're really just here for you um so if there is anything that you were thinking about that you heard and you were like, that sounds like me, that sounds like something I'm interested in, definitely take a look. I love hearing from you guys. Everything is always so amazing to hear. But I think with that, that concludes the second episode of Be With CVFC. So thank you guys for listening and hope you learned something. We love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.